please and won the Stanley Cup. We're the winners. We're the winners. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. What's going on, Flames fans? Welcome to Blasty's Corner, another edition, episode 22. This is Grant Chung with your co-host Chris joining us. How are we doing today, Chris? Oh, I'm fantastic as usual, Grant. Fantastic. Well, thank you for taking time out of your lunch break to uh, do a quick pod here. Oh, of course. Anytime. Anything for the Flames. Who needs money? (laughs) Well, the Flames don't, apparently. Actually, I guess they do. They need about $9 million of it. But um, I digress. (laughs) Sensitive subject. Touchy subject. Uh, The boys dropped their latest decision... 6-2 Six to two against a Stanley Cup contender, the Florida Panthers. Uh, your thoughts on the game, Chris? I'm gonna admit it. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I was at work, so I didn't watch it. I looked at the score. It was six to two. I did not feel like I wanted to go through the heartache of watching the uh, highlights. But uh, let's get Chris's thoughts and, um, you know, what you thought of the game, what we did wrong, and. What 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 could have changed? Oh, Grant, uh, thank you. I I'm sad that you didn't get to watch the game. It was I actually enjoyed the game. It was quite entertaining. I thought um, for most most of it, I should say. High action, lots of shots, most shots in the league this year, I think by far. Um, so that was good. Uh, overall, by the Flames, I thought they actually played a good game. Overall, the they got their faces pounded in in the second, uh, as all the stats will show. They were almost held on to a one-goal deficit, uh, but Ryan Lomberg, the ex-Stockton Heat member and what? ex-Flame, scored to make it 4-2 oh my God. with 16 seconds left. Oh, yeah, I guess you have no, no knowledge. Oh, yeah. Lomberg? Yes, Lomberg. Yes, God burner. Damn. Burnt down the wing. Beat good old the Zadorov and Goodbranson pairing on a oh, play that man. should have been nullified, but that's our best pairing, though, bro. Best pairing, absolutely. All everything tells you, yeah. Um, and then in the third, uh, Markstrom kind of just uh gave up, <laughs> I guess, sir. <laughs> Pull um, me. I don't know what I don't know what it would have been a different game now. I'm I'm going to take a hot take on this because um, like Markstrom had a, didn't play horribly, but I'm not going to say he played good either. Like He could have kept us in the game when he didn't, is basically my thoughts on how he played. So, And mm-hmm. I think he is one of the main reasons why we actually lost. I mean, the Flames had 49 shots on net. They out-chanced, the, they out-chanced technically the Panthers. They out Shot the Panthers. They of course he the Panther Panthers. Um, I'm not sure about expected goals. Like all the fancy stats. Yeah, they had higher expected goals. 
um, 4.82 versus 3.58. Um, and then obviously our penalty kill also was was not good. And well, with two two power play goals against. Um, so yeah, I think in the first period there was a couple unlucky goals, and then in the second one, that fourth goal by Lomberg, the one with 16 seconds left, I thought could have used a save there. And going into the third period, down three-two is much better than four-two against that team. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, one quick thought on Lomberg. I mean, I, I do remember the guy. Uh, I think he got in a couple games for us. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, he's pretty speedy. Like he, he's he's effective, and from what I know, he they love him down there in in Florida. I mean, I've got a couple Panthers on my team. Uh, most notably, I benched Bobrovsky because um, oh, I had well, I had Vasilevsky and Markstrom playing. So you know, oh no, <laughs> had to had to be a homer that time and uh, needed to play old Marky. But uh, like you said, he. Wasn't the sharpest in that game, and I mean, yeah, maybe maybe it would have been a good idea to to give Ladar a uh, a shot, but yeah, yeah. I, I, like I don't want to harp on him too bad because he's been Markson's been really good this year. For oh, yeah. most of it, like he's yeah, he's a big part of the reason why we had such a, a hot start. But I mean, look, you're one of the highest paid players on the team. If you don't play even close to your standards uh, and in such an important position, you're almost like a quarterback of a hockey team as a goalie. Um, like it's not quite as important, but I mean, look like this game could have been a different story if he made that fourth save. And it wasn't like a bad goal again, but I mean, it was one that you look at the other side of the ice. Bobrovsky was making those quality saves, you know, high danger chance saves one specifically on Kachuk when he was in tight, went five hole, mm-hmm. very similar. Well, not, exactly similar but similar placement of the shot um and he was ready and he's and he saved it so um you know Bobrovsky was making those types of saves on the other end and and we weren't getting those saves from from Markstrom and that really that was the difference like yes the the Flames gave up a, a ton of chances especially in the second like Markstrom was really good really good in the second made a ton of very good saves but at the end of the period when we needed that one more and it wasn't a super dangerous shot. Um, he he didn't he let it in right, and it's just a little lack of focus. Maybe he was looking at the clock, hoping it would kind of end, and the play kind of did develop out of nothing. So, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. And I think going down three two, going into the third would have been we might have actually come back because they actually came out pretty strong in the third. Um, a lot of good chances, and then again, Markstrom kind of let in that that fifth goal was again another weak one first shot of the period, just a, a wrist shot near the boards that beat him far side. He was a little out of position, a little deep in his net, and it beat him. So, yeah. Uh, and the same can be said for the sixth goal. It was kind of just, uh, I mean, not again, not a terrible goal, but one that Bobrovsky was making all night. And I mean, the game was kind of over at that point at 5-2, but like, again, another goal against that was, was stoppable. Like He could have made the save, and a lot of goalies could make that save, and um, and he has been making those saves uh, for us this year. So, um, yeah, I'm not all on Markstrom. Their defense was bad. We gave up a lot of chances. Um, our penalty kill was bad. A lot of players were passengers. Like, Johnny was fantastic. Coleman was fantastic. He had 12 shots on net. That Got a goal. And That's scored right. from a bad – it was a horrible goal, but Rafi actually <laughs> should have saved it. But, um, <laughs> hey, I mean, you made a ton of saves on Coleman, including – 
a breakaway and a rebound on that breakaway against Coleman uh, in the same game. So uh, Coleman was destined to get a goal. So um, yeah, overall shots on net. Twelve, yes. Holy he, shit! Career high, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, he was all over it. Um, and Roski was there. Like so, yeah, we got out goalies, and that was, I think, a main reason because we did have our chances. Like the game, um, was offensive for both sides. Like our defense wasn't good, um, but our offense we did generate, and they were talking about it in the intermissions too. Like we we were capable of of penetrating their defense as well. Um, in the second period, it was a little bit more lopsided. Like they really, the Flyers leaned on us in the second period. We'd never been, that was our worst period this year, I would say. Like we could barely get past our blue line. Like it was just the back pressure was incredible. Like as soon as we got the puck, we started skating. The forwards would be on us, causing a turnover before even the red line. So usually it would just maybe get to the blue and then it would come right back. Mm-hmm. Um, it, again, Markstrom was our, was our star that period. But again, he's also one of the reasons why we lost. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we, that was how we used to play. Right. And the fact that it took 30 games into the season, uh, I don't want to say that they're old habits, but you know, for, for us to fall back into that type of play uh, is telling, I mean, you know, Daryl Sutter expects us to not play that way again. And obviously you can have some off nights every now and then not, the greatest to have against a contender but at the same time it's better to have an off night against a contender than it is to have an off night against a team that you should and expect to beat um Mm -hmm. like the detroit red wings or something like that yeah um and maybe no sorry i was just gonna say maybe playing chicago was like kind of a oh like you know they're not a great team this year chicago and (laughs) you could be a little looser and some of that I think it was just we we just need to play a little bit faster just move the puck half a second quicker and it would have been a, a different game really so Florida's a very good team like they they're yeah, tough to beat absolutely. on any night so you have to bring your a game and I, I don't think we were quite there we were probably b plus but yeah. it wasn't good enough because the Florida Florida was very good yeah and that's a good measuring stick for the boys too right obviously uh, the Panthers are immediately a, a, a cup contender. I mean, you look at the talent that they've acquired over the years, um, most notably Sam Bennett, of course, who mm. was suspended and wasn't able to play uh, against the Flames for his first time in his career. But, um, you know, the, that trade over the summer for... or They traded for Reinhardt, right? Or did he sign there? Uh, oh, shit. I think he signed there, actually. I think he signed. Yeah, yeah I think he signed there. What a no. like, great addition. No, right? he traded. He was traded. Was he traded? I think, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Either way, I mean, great addition. I was hoping we would be able to get him, but um, I guess it was not meant to be. Um, hmm. And then, of course, when you have all world stars like Sasha Barkov and, and Huberdo, I mean, um, I gush about those two players all the time. I would love them to be on the team. Um, they're just, I just yeah. love the way they play and the skill set that they have. Yeah. And Duclair, too. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's had Speedy. a breakout. He's, he's had a big step up in, in his career. Uh, since going there um, from Ottawa, so uh, they're a, a good a good team, man. They're 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 finally going to be good, um, and I'm so happy that they actually have fans in the building now. Uh, they're making some noise, which is nice to see because they they deserve. I mean, you know, all, all you really need to see is um, Riley Smith's dig at the Florida Panthers uh, uh, or at at Sunrise. Um, 
in the bubble a couple of years ago where he said he's used to playing in front of empty stands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it took him a while to, to flood into the building, though. And uh, yeah. I think it was Rick Ball made a comment. He's like, man, it took a while, but they're they're here. You know, they're, yeah. it's the same period. Finally. They finally start coming in. I'm like, well, I guess you missed most of the game, but as long as you're there. And yeah, they were loud. You could hear them. So, yeah. It's good. It's 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 great to see. It's it's fun it to. Is. It's good that they actually have fans. But um, going back to uh, the Markstrom thing, and you know, you you are pretty notoriously hard on goaltenders, but it's not it's not a bad thing to have high standards, especially for a man making six million dollars a year. Um, he is the number one goaltender. He's expected to win these games, and you know, if he's not making the saves, then you know he he needs to know about it and i'm sure he does of course uh but we know what bad goaltending can do to a team you just gotta look three hours north of the border yes not exactly. border, but north of the city i should say um yes. the oilers have lost again to the maple leafs uh, nothing brings me more joy um <laughs> to be very honest with you well actually no i shouldn't say that my wife my wife is pretty great um but but <laughs> In in hockey sense, nothing brings me more joy than watching the Edmonton Oilers lose, um, and it's 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 just I, I don't know what it is. It's it's almost like um, it's just satisfying. You know, yes. it's like everything's right with the world. You know what I mean? Yes, I know the feeling. Yes, it's uh, it's it's great. I mean, I they what they played their first game last night. I believe it was yes uh, against the Leafs. Uh, yeah, without McDavid, who is in COVID protocols. Yes. Um, here's a stat for you: the Oilers have been outscored thirty-eight to nineteen at five on five when McDavid and Dreisaitl aren't on the ice. That's oh, not great, is it? Outscored fifty-eight to twenty-eight in all situations when those two aren't skating. They lead the four. They lead all NHL forwards <laughs> in average ice time. Drysdale plays twenty two fifty five a night. McDavid plays twenty two thirty a night, and they still get outscored fifty eight, like a two to one margin when they're not on the ice. It's well, I mean, it's no surprise, right? That's a two. That's a two horse team. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows it. They only score on the power play, really. I, like, I'm curious what the five on five numbers are with them on the ice too, because I don't think they're that good either. No. <laughs> five on five. They can't be uh, good. Um, yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm jealous. David's fantastic to watch. It's he really is fantastic to, to watch. Really fun to watch, and so is Dreisaitl. Yes, but but yeah, when they like as soon as they slump, those two slump. They have no chance. Like, they're not winning. And and slump slump is not getting two points a game. Yes, like yeah, exactly. Like if they're not on a heater, like yeah. they're not like on pace to set like a record in the NHL for season points. They <laughs> tough in to win every night. Like, yeah, sorry, like, that's just the truth. <laughs> yeah, they they have McDavid's like at twelve points in his last twelve games, and um, Drysdale's twelve in his last thirteen. Yeah, so good play. Yeah, like by well, all metrics, fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> but they're like, like there's no other way to say it. There's fa- that's fantastic. Yeah, but they're two but, six and two in the last ten. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay, let, let me let me go over the rap sheet from yeah, go, and then go. we'll move on. We'll move on after this. Sure, yeah, I'm okay. sure this brings. I hope like if you're if you're a true Flames fan, this would bring you joy. Okay, um, the, the rap sheet of Holland's moves over the summer. 
know. Right. We all know what was needed uh, out of the Oilers. I mean, we know. We know what was needed from the Oilers. Um, so Holland started by signing Nugent Hopkins to an eight-year contract. He paid full price to acquire Duncan Keith. Uh, he cited a Hall of Fame career uh, of credentials uh, as the reason for for bringing him in, paying him, I believe it's $6.875 million. That's from my Hawks days. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> he re-signed Mike Smith for two years, even yeah. though guy's going to be like, he's already 39, 40 years old. Um, he bought out James Neal, uh, but didn't buy out Mika Koskinen. He re-signed Tyson Berry, uh, even though Evan Bouchard was coming on the scene. He traded Ethan Bear. Their best, like, well-rounded, a right-shot defenseman, too, which is extremely t- difficult to find. for Roland Who they Warren developed. Vogel. Who they developed, yes. Um, and who had great ties to the community, local community. Um, they traded him for Warren Fogle. Then he brought in Derek Ryan, Zach Hyman, and Cody Cece. Cody Cece to replace Adam Larson. <laughs> uh, then he added Devin Shore, Brendan Perlini, Colton Sevier, and Slater Kokuk as depth pieces. Hmm. So that's how they've quote unquote improved their team. And um, I did mean, you honestly, the, did you mention the nurse? Signing? I can't remember. Oh, it yes. No, I did not mention the nurse signing. They also signed nurse to, what was it $10 million a year? Yeah, nine and a half. Yeah, nine, nine and a half. Million, I think. Yeah. yeah. I love that one the most. I mean, he, there, there's there's still a there's still a chance that he could live up to that. It's it, it's reminiscent. I mean, I thought he was going to be better than he was this year. Like, I drafted him, I think, in every single league. So I, I yeah. ranked pretty high on my own, but I was like, uh, he's been bad. I just dropped him and today, actually, in my, one of my leagues. Just, uh, <laughs> Bouchard's been better. <laughs> so, yes, I was, uh, yeah, and honestly, that's that one makes me smile because it's similar to the Koskinen signing. It's like, oh, he had a ha- he had 10 good games. I'm going to sign him to $5 million. It's <laughs> like, oh, he had 50 good games. Let's sign him to $10 million. <laughs> but, anyway, yeah. Sorry. No, no, it's it's fine. I mean, it's just um, it's just Oilers being Oilers, you know, and it's uh, it's it's incredibly entertaining to watch. Um, remember when they were talking about loser points earlier in the season? Oh yeah, they they probably want some of those now. I bet. Yeah, maybe maybe well, they want some of those. Yeah, they're in wild card <laughs> too. I think <laughs> barely hanging on, barely hanging on. So Man, I think what what happens? Like, there's a lot of rumors flying around, like Elliot Freeman. Uh, I think tweeted or posted somewhere that uh, there's looking at serious changes like Oilers management was. Yeah. Um, could you imagine if they missed the playoffs this year? Like, is, are they, are they going to be able to retain McDavid? Like if they missed the play, like he's going to want to trade. No, like he, dude, he, I don't know what he's still doing here. Well, like, to be very honest with yeah, you. Like, I mean, like look at all. Why the, yeah. hasn't he left? Crosby. <laughs> Cosby had three cups by the time <laughs> David's age. <laughs> no, no, I, did he really? I, I didn't no, know he had, that he was already. He was he's played he's, six years. McDavid? Yeah, he's already yeah. played six years. Yeah, he's been around. He's he's not a spry chicken. He's mid twenties now. So I mean, that's yeah. still pretty spry chicken. I mean, he's still got you know ten good years left, probably. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, at least ten. I mean, he's at least ten. I mean, I would say fifteen, probably. He's a generational type player. He's going to play forever. 
you can't be missing the playoffs. Like even like no. even a vet like Ovechkin, while well, he took a while to get his first cup as like a generational talent, um, he made the playoffs every year. Right, like yeah. it was, he just it was unfortunate that he was playing Pittsburgh every year, <laughs> just, a, just yeah. a teeny bit better, you know. So, but, <laughs> just a little M- bit. McDavid, like he's had what one? It's like the Flames' success in the playoffs—nothing, pretty much. Like they made it to the second round once and got sweeped. I think I guess they got swept in that series, or it was—I can't remember. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, they haven't had any playoff success, measurable playoff success. So, like, why is he there? Is he going to want to stay there? I don't know. He signed a big contract, but yeah, I mean, he's got like seven or eight years left, I think, doesn't he? Long time still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. He's yeah. Long term, but I mean, you can always request a trade similar to Eichel, right? Like you get to a point where it's just like, okay, I've had enough. Uh, yeah. Well, that was that was injury related, I guess. Um, yeah. Sure. I mean, that's one reason. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. Eichel probably wants to make the playoffs sometime in his career well, too. That's that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, there's other factors. Anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's. I mean, it's not our. It's not our job to figure out what's wrong with the Oilers. We just know that they're broke, and it's hilarious. Um, so yes. we'll move on. Uh, we'll take a quick break, but after the break, we will talk about our game tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, and uh, our game against the Carolina Hurricanes what to expect it's blake coleman's homecoming uh he's going back tonight to receive his ring so we'll be right back after this quick message this is the hockey podcast network your home for hockey talk on every team in the nhl this episode of blasty's corner is brought to you by DraftKings. Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that will make you a winner once any shot gets past the goaltender. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets Um, if either team scores. The The NHL got rid of ties uh, in 2005, uh, so you know someone is going to light the lamp. Sportsbook isn't available in your province yet. No worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. And welcome back. So, like I said, the Flames are in Tampa Bay tonight. And, of course, freaking Nikita Kucherov is ready to go after missing oh, yeah. 31 games. He's back in the lineup against the Flames. Um, 
Blake Coleman returns to Tampa Bay uh, for the first time since leaving as a free agent. Uh, so, okay, let's let's talk about Coleman first. Um, sure. I mean, what what impact has he made on this team? Uh, why don't Why don't we start there? What do you What do you What have you seen from from Blake Coleman? And uh, you know, are are you happy with him as a as a free agent that we've that we've signed him to a six year contract? Uh, I'm I mean, happy. it's early. It's thirty games in, but I'm happy. Like some people want more offense out of him, including myself. Yeah, as I've talked about, like sure that you know, um, that's fine. But he, he's he's fairly good, like fairly consistent on both ends of the ice. Like he had a bad bad play in the Florida game that resulted in a goal. Sure, whatever. Like, but I think most of the time he's he's quite good in the defensive zone. He penalty kills really well. Um. And he provides speed and grit to the lineup that all of our other previous similar signings, Brower, um, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Neil, you know, people that Simone. were signed for similar amounts. Simo, <laughs> cheap, but yeah, he was <laughs> just not as good. Like, I think it's been a very good signing. He's been, came as advertised when he first, like the first game of the season, he was really good. He scored, obviously. And he's been a bit snake pick. Like, he, He's still shooting. He's got lots of shots, and he still does generate offense. But sometimes he's a little quiet. But um, he's still generating chances, I think, and 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 developing offense. It's just was a little bit unlucky. And like I said he had a goal yesterday, last game, and twelve mm-hmm. shots. Like I don't think any other player on our team has had twelve shots, including the big the big guys. I think Johnny had ten one game, but yeah, even that felt like he was dominating and. Um, yeah, so I think he's been really good. Like, what do you what do you think? Like, I, I don't know. I have, I have no complaints. I think he's been a great signing. Yeah, I've I've been very happy with Blake Coleman. I mean, he's he's one of those heart and soul guys, and I think he brings a lot to the locker room. He brings a lot to, um, to the team in in terms of what hard work can do and and relentless forechecking and um, relentless defense. I mean, two hundred foot game is is what he's all about, and. I mean, we all know it's been detailed the success that he had on the third line with Barclay Goudreau and Yanni Gord in uh, Tampa, and he has a similar center in uh, in Michael Backlund. And you know, he he just had a um, a an interview with Haley Salvian of the Athletic, um, and it's it's been it's been remarkable to be honest with you. Like just just looking at what he's what he's gone through in the last seventeen months. I mean. Uh, he's got two Stanley Cup rings, uh, two daughters that he uh, that were welcomed into his family, a big contract signed, and he moved from Tampa to Calgary, um, and that happened between February of 2020 and July of 2021. Wow, that's 17 yep. months. It's a lot of change, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of yeah. change, and that's that's not including uh, that's including I should say including his trade from New Jersey to Tampa hmm. um, in February, right? Hmm. So he said uh, the two cups were in the same calendar year, which is just mind-boggling. Wow, what a um, wild year, hey? The, he had their daughter ten days after being traded. Hmm. Um, his first point after his daughter was born actually was against Calgary when he was with Tampa. His first point in, as a as a Lightning. Bugger. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know it's it's just a remarkable story. Um, I think tonight, like first of all, congratulations to Blake Coleman on such a storied career so far. Um, 
I, I'm sure he's going to enjoy the pregame ceremony, um, the video tribute that they're probably going to do for him. Uh, he deserves all of that, and I'm sure he's going to enjoy that with his friends and his family. Uh, bring your mom. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I've I've been very impressed with with uh, with Blake so far. He's just um, I think when guys see the way he plays, um, and he's not a big guy, right? Like he's 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 pretty. He's pretty small. I think he's like six something. Um, maybe just uh, under. Yeah, six feet ish. Yeah, he's not, he's not. He's not like he's not a. He's not like Kirby Doc, like six foot four or five or whatever. No, oh, no. Um, he's yeah, six foot six foot one, somewhere around that range. You know. Yeah, average, so he's not a huge height. guy. He's about like yeah, Mandrapani size, I suppose. Um, so like, what a what a guy for Mandrapani to to learn from, for any of our young players to learn from. Um, the fact that he'll be here for the next five years is, I think, a great signing by Trey Living. And, um, you know, I, I'm glad to have him on the team. Uh, I'm glad that he's enjoying his time in Calgary. Uh, he's really, really taken up to um, the winter and, and everything like that. So, um, obviously, he's not super uh, impressed with, like, he's not happy with um, with where he's at in terms of the offense, because he's was looked upon to score about like 15, 20 goals when he was in Jersey and Tampa, but uh, self reported, he says that he's a, um, he's a streaky scorer. So, you know, he's got a shorthanded assist um, against the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, He scored a goal on 12 shots against the uh, Florida Panthers. So maybe this is the beginning of a scoring streak. Uh, for Blake Coles, um, and Let's you know, hope hopefully, so. yeah, I mean, it would be great to have. I mean, just our bottom six hasn't. Uh, yeah, they've they've it's, struggled to score, I suppose. I mean, yeah, not as bad as last year, but I mean, uh, yeah, it's still still a problem. It's a problem for most teams, really. Most non Florida Tampa teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you 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 gotta know that he's probably he's going to be jacked up tonight. Yeah. Um, first game back in tampa um so you know i, I think he's going to be real excited to play uh, feed off that energy again and uh again nikita kusharov is back in the lineup um you know what what are you expecting in in tonight's game and and tomorrow's game against the carolina hurricanes as well oh i hope that he puts up 10 points and we <laughs> i hope the score is 11 to 10 with kucherov wow. getting 10 points 11 to 10? Yeah, because I want the win, of course. Yeah. But um, I'm playing my brother in fantasy hockey this week, and I have Nikita oh, okay. Kucherov. And ah. so I hope he absolutely – and my brother's been talking a lot of smack too. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Nonstop. <laughs> um, saying his team's so good. You know, his team's the best. Happy with his team, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and all, that, all, that, all that crap. So, yeah, I hope he – absolutely wrecks the flames but i hope the flames absolutely wreck tampa so 11 to 10 is what i hope realistically Jesus. realistically i think we're gonna have goaltending troubles again so i think it's gonna be a high scoring game i think it's gonna be similar to the florida game um i think we lose tonight unfortunately again and i think hopefully we can Pull out a win tomorrow against Carolina. That, man, tough road trip. This is really a tough. Like, even like more thinking about it, three and four against those three teams. That's a tough road trip. But um, yeah. yeah, score estimates. Let's say four to 
three Tampa Bay tonight in overtime. We're gonna get an overtime. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that loser point. Yeah, I like that. Lose, we got to lose a point tonight. I, I uh, like that. I like that. But we're they're gonna score in overtime. Like we don't have the guns to yeah. compete if it goes overtime. Uh, and then Carolina, I say they come back with that. Uh, who net? Can you? I can't remember who it is. Daniel. That. Thank you. Yeah, and I think he's going to play really good. And we're going to get a shout-out for Danny Vladar. 2 nothing shout-out win against the Hurricanes with uh, Michael Backlund breaking his, I think, now nine-game goalless drought or ten-game goalless drought and getting two goals from wow. the, back, the Baxter. Wow. Yeah. Coming one... in with goal predictions, too, Danny. Oh, yeah. He got, he got it. Right. Well, you just – I got to step it up. Shit. Yeah, let's see. Let's hear it. What do you got? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I think, I think tonight's going to be a, a, an L unfortunately as well, because I mean, the Tampa Bay lightning were struggling a little bit. They were on struggle street a, a couple of weeks ago, um, with all their top players on the COVID IR, uh, Vasilevsky is back. He obviously played pretty well in his last start. I mean, he was struggling, uh, earlier when he got back from COVID, but, um, he's locked it in since then. I mean, his last game, he only made like 20 saves or something, but it was against Columbus. So he'll face <laughs> a lot more rubber, I think, tonight with uh, the way we've been playing. I mean, that's that's kind of our focus is get shots on net. Um, I mean, I think we're leading or one of the leaders yes. in the league with uh, in terms of shots on goal. I think we have like 35 average, which is a lot. Um, yeah, so... Good. Yeah, so with with Vasilevsky and Net, I mean, both goalies aren't confirmed right now. Um, maybe maybe Tampa will will, you know. Do they have a back to back upcoming? Like, do they play tomorrow? As no, well? they don't. No, we're gonna get Vasilevsky then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't I don't know what Sutter's gonna do. Like, I, I mean, maybe like maybe Sutter puts uh, Ladar in tonight. Like, because Marshall, like I, I don't think he's been very good since coming back. So. No, I mean, yeah, his only good game was was against Chicago, and even then, he looked a little like we talked about it last time. He looked a little shaky, shaky you know, like he was shaky. kind of moving around a little too much. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, he hasn't been as sharp, but I think you just got to let him play through it. To be honest with you, I mean, mm-hmm. and you know, Daryl, he's gonna, he has the same, he has the same mentality we do. You know, like you're paid to be our number one. You're gonna play as yep. the number one. So you're going to get all the opportunities. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they put him back right, right back in there. I mean, get him back on the horse. Um, it's, uh, it's just, it's just Sutter's way, you know, and you've got the whole Babcock thing. You might as well pad your stats and the first game is, is you're more statistically uh, going to win. If, win. Yeah. likely to win yes thank you um the first game on a back-to-back than on the second game so uh, you might as well pad those stats and play your best goaltender so yeah i think um flames have been very I, good in both sorry sorry i said the flames have been very good in both uh, back-to-backs yes. this year i think they're three one true. in both yeah that's true we we have been very good on the road as well so knock on um wood. knock on wood um so yeah i think tonight i want that loser point as well to be honest with you so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with uh mooch three two a three two loss um okay okay okay, okay. 
which could be a win if depending on like it, the first minute is going to be telling if, if we can win the face off um, and like just <laughs> that, get off no, the rush. I think now that's win. bold. <laughs> goal, goal predictions. Bold. You're like, oh, if we we're good. The first minute we're going to win three, two. <laughs> that's bold. Uh, I'll, I'll say, I'll say it's a three, two loss, uh, just cause there's no, it's, oh man, like the, the Tampa's just way too deep. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, they're a good team. Yeah. They're back. They're back. Like all their players are back. It's, it, you know, it's, there's no, um, it's, it's going to be difficult, but, yeah. uh, tough hill to climb. Um, we will have to beat them eventually. So, um, you know, got to yeah. get there. So I think Game three, seven. two overtime loss. Uh, and I think in Carolina, it's going to be, um, yeah, it'll be Danny Vladar in net and yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say three, two as well. I'm going to go to a pair of three, two, uh, sorry, a pair of three, two scores, one loss in overtime, one victory. Um, I want Vincent Trocheck to get me some points uh, in that game against Calgary. Um, <laughs> so I think he's going to come away with a goal and assist. Oh, uh, I think Blake Coleman's going to score the game-winning goal. Ah, um, okay, sure. Yeah, and then two from uh, two from Johnny, uh, assisted by Lindholm and Kachuk. Two That's from my Johnny, prediction. assisted from Lindholm. Okay, yeah. Johnny Those are my been, predictions. Johnny has been really good lately. So he has been very good, and uh, I could use him in my other fantasy hockey league as well. So there you go. There we go. Yeah, I heard it here first. You heard it here first. So yeah, uh, that's about it from us. Flames play the Tampa Bay Lightning puck drop at five p.m. tonight. So that's going to be in just a couple hours. If you're actually listening to this as soon as it gets released. Um, otherwise we will talk to you guys on Sunday, probably recap, uh, both games and, um, talk about what's to come. So we will talk to you guys soon. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands, uh, wear your masks, all that good stuff. And remember please to share rate and subscribe. You can find us on all the podcast directories, get at us on Twitter at Blasty's corner, share it with your friends, your family, bring your mom. That'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Go Flames, go. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.